It's time to finish up the NHL division predictions with the Pacific Division, all in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of this Wednesday afternoon or evening or whenever you are listening to this show. Thank you very much. And we'll be wrapping up division predictions in this episode folks we are wrapping up the nhl and the western conference in this episode and this of course is the pacific division as uh, with every single uh previous division we're going to start from the top and work our way down i'm gonna give some brief thoughts on all of them where i think you know these teams you know, could potentially be where you know i think they're future could go and you know what basically just my brief thoughts on these now starting out number one in the pacific i'm going to the reigning stanley cup champions the vegas golden knights now i i just don't see them having the same uh hangover uh or stanley cup hangover that the colorado avalanche had i just don't see that happening with them very well could uh we've seen it in sports quite often you know regardless of the league uh so maybe that happens but i just i don't see it happening uh with them i see them still winning uh the pacific division uh once it comes playoff times i think you know they're going to be a really dangerous team uh in the playoffs can can make a deep run you know like i said in the central division episode uh western conference is a lot weaker than the eastern conference so that will make it a little bit easier for vegas as well but yeah i I definitely it's their division to lose honestly it's theirs to lose and frankly it's probably their conference to lose uh, again so we'll see how things shake out with vegas but i do think uh they're probably they're the team to beat there in that pacific division they are i think they're going to be really good again this year and i'm excited to see what they can do now number two a team that had a lot of momentum last year uh really took a big step forward the seattle kraken uh making their first playoff uh, appearance last year knocking off at the time the defending stanley cup champion colorado avalanche uh and i see very much like the florida panthers uh being a playoff team from last year that i see really continuing that momentum that they built off of or that they built last year continue to build off of that i really see that happening for the kraken I do. I think they're going to be a really good team again this year. I don't think, you know, they're a Stanley Cup winning team as of yet. Uh, I think that's still a couple years off for them, but I definitely think they are going to be a team. They're going to be back in the playoffs and 
like we saw last year, anything can happen. Uh, at once you're in, anything can happen. Again, Florida Panthers last year, we've went back to it a lot, but you know, the Hurricanes back in 2019, anything can happen. But yeah, you know, I do see the Kraken uh, continuing to build off of their momentum they had last year. And another team, uh, well, really number three and number four here are a bit interchangeable. Um, at number three, I do have the Los Angeles Kings and number four, the Edmonton Oilers. Again, those are kind of interchangeable. Uh, you know, Edmonton, or we'll start with LA, you know, another team, you know, that made the playoffs last year, kind of felt like, you know, their rebuild is heading in the right direction, uh, for them. And then, you know, they make some really nice additions in the off season as well. And I want to say they're a team that is now uh, pretty close to the salary cap also, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, but, you know, they're a team that they have, you know, they made some good additions and they're doing uh, their part, at least on the front office, to you know, build off of that playoff experience last year. And you know, they added uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. Um they still have Kevin Fiala on their roster. And, you know, you, who else? They made a move for someone else, but I cannot remember who it was. Uh, but, you know, they are a team there. They have, you know, a lot of good pieces there. And I'm excited to see what they can do. They really, they're trying to keep it going. They're like, oh, hey, you know, we got something here. Let's not get complacent. Let's, you know, go make a blockbuster trade uh, for Pierre and, you know, just keep it going. And I'm really excited to see what they can do this year. Now on the flip side of that you do have uh, the Edmonton Oilers there at four. Again, I do have those two teams as a bit interchangeable uh, because, you know, you look at Edmonton, they're a playoff contender. You know, most of the time you're in and you're out. You have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl on your team. Yeah, you're going to be pretty all right. <laughs> and, you know, we, we saw, you know, what they can do. They can make it to the conference final, uh, you know, with just those guys. Uh, you know, they did that a couple years ago. And, you know, so this is another team that you really you can't really count them out. Again, McDavid, Drysdale, they're kind of the ones uh, doing a lot of the heavy lifting there uh, for that team. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what they uh, end up having going on in, in goal, uh, how that shakes out for them. Yeah, that's been a point of contention for them uh, the past few years. So, again, they'll be a playoff team, but past that, I, I'm not sure just because of how the roster is constructed. Not the best, um, not the worst, obviously. Uh, but, you know, you have Connor McDavid and Leon Drysdale on your team. You're more than likely going to be a playoff team. Again, how far you get in the playoffs, I don't know. You know, it could be another first round exit for them. It could be another trip to the conference final for them. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, Edmonton, they're an interesting one uh, simply because of their roster. You know, they got, you know, the best player in hockey, another one of the best players in hockey. You know, you got two of the, Two of the best active hockey players on your team. You're, you're going to at least be a playoff team past that once it 
you know, we all know about the grind of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Once you factor that in, where do they go from there? Not really sure, but we'll just have to wait and see on uh, once the season starts, really. Again, it's August 30th right now. We still got off season to go. Uh, We still got training camp and preseason and regular season. We still got all that stuff to go. So anything can happen. And we will continue to dive into the back half of the Pacific Division right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, the NFL season is right around the corner, and I am super excited. And I know a lot of folks are super excited. You know, you're going out, you're seeing football stuff everywhere. You got the store, you're seeing football displays, you're going, you know, on a walk, you're seeing football team flags and all that stuff. Folks are ready for football. So now, to help you get ready for the NFL season, FanDuel is here to help. So get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one. Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. And here's the kicker, folks. I love this offer for you guys. All customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. So, you know, if your favorite team is an out of market team, or yeah, you know, you're like you like multiple teams who are all playing at the same time on a particular Sunday, FanDuel has got you covered with that offer from YouTube TV. So now is the best time to join FanDuel, folks. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and everything in between. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss, folks. Again, this is a phenomenal offer. I cannot stress that enough. Again, you you bet $5, you will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. So again, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to take advantage of this great, great offer. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Now getting into the back half of the Pacific Division. And really, honestly, Five through eight is all interchangeable for me, to be completely honest. Uh, and, you know, it, it sucks, uh, but it is the way it is. Uh, number five, I do have Calgary uh, as they stand right now. Yeah, they still have Elias Lindholm. They still have Noah Hannafin on that team. But, uh, and if they keep the team they have, then okay, I, I think I'm pretty confident in kind of being middle of the pack there for the Pacific. But if things continue, if things go the way we think they'll go, they're going to be another team. They're just going to just start over, you know, and then I could definitely see them falling down in the standings for their division. Um, but, you know, we'll just have to wait and see on that again. I think they'll probably they could very well finish lower than that. They could, uh, but again, with the roster they have right now, I think you know they're kind of number five in the Pacific. Uh, it's as high as I'm willing to put them uh, as of right now. I could be wrong. You know, they could. You know, shortly after I finish recording, they could you know, make a massive move and they could you know end up winning the Pacific. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, as of right now, I think they're kind of fifth. 
with again, you know, being five through eight kind of being interchangeable. It is what it is with that. Uh, number six is Vancouver, just another team not hasn't really made a whole lot of noise this offseason. Had moments last year, but you know, just not a team that really strikes me as doing anything. You know, they could potentially make a move in the playoff or make a push to make the playoffs, but outside of that, really don't see them doing much of anything. Um, again, Western Conference, like I've said, with a lot of these teams that, you know, the Western Conference is weaker than the East. So, yeah, that could help them out a bit. Uh, but, you know, unless, you know, a team ahead of them, you know, really just uh, has a bad year, very much like Arizona with the Central, the only way I see them finishing higher than where I have them predicted is really just if another team stinks more than them. Not necessarily them being better, just another team stinking more. I know that's kind of mean, but it is what it is. I just kind of always see them. I just don't see them as a team that can really do a whole lot. Uh, but you know, I'd love to be wrong on this stuff. I'd love to be wrong on all of this. You know, I'd love for these teams, you know, from fan bases that haven't had a whole lot to cheer about, you know, to be able to have a season where they can cheer about something. Uh, but I just don't see that being this year. Uh, same with the next one with Anaheim. I see it being more the same for them. Uh, you know, they have you know, a lot. They have some good young talent there, uh, but very much like uh, Chicago, this isn't. They're not going to be like the New York Rangers, like the New Jersey Devils of just and LA Kings of just like fast forwarding on their rebuild and making a push to the playoffs. I don't see that happening with them. I don't. Uh, and I see them continuing to be a pretty frustrating team to watch um, and not the most entertaining. Again, they do have some guys there. Uh, you know, that could be fun to watch. You know, we've talked a, uh, a lot you know, about um, Troy Terry, Trevor Zegras. You know, we know that they have some really good young talent there. You know, they also, you know, brought in uh, or they have Brock McGinn now as well. Um, Mason McTavish, Alex Kalorn. Uh, you know, they have some good guys there. But again, I just don't see them being a playoff team. You know, they signed Gudis uh, from uh, Florida. You know, he's coming off that run to the Stanley Cup final. You know, that could potentially you know, be something that you know, helps them a little bit with some experience with their young guys. They still have John Gibson on their team. He's still a really good goalie. Would love to see him be on a better team. I think he may have requested a trade. I'm not sure on that. Um, but, you know, you look at you know, they have some good young pieces. But again, they're, they're still a few years off from being a playoff team again. And. Again, very much you know, like Vancouver. The only way I really see them finishing any higher than fifth or in the division, it, it really honestly with them sixth, uh, is just another team stinking more than them. It is what it is with them, uh, and it sucks, it does, but 
you know, rebuilds take a while. Uh, and we're going to see that with the final entry uh, in the Pacific Division uh, right after this quick break, folks. All right, folks, we are back, and it's time to talk about the last team in the Pacific Division. Uh, number eight, yet again, is the San Jose Sharks. I see them bringing pretty bad this year, uh, and yeah, I don't see them being uh, very good yet again. Yeah, they were pretty bad last year. I see that pretty much continuing this year. Uh it just being more of the same for them. And, you know, honestly, maybe even worse considering they lost Eric Carlson in a trade. I know, you know, they got some good pieces back there, but yeah, I just don't honestly, it could be worse for them this year than last year, because you're not going to have a Norris trophy winner carrying your team. Uh, and, you know, yeah, a Anthony Duclair, you know, he, he can be fun. Uh, and, you know, he's had his moments over the years, but you know, outside of him, like there is no one on that roster as I am scrolling through it that pops out at me <laughs> again. And yeah, this is just going to be a tough team to watch. It is. Uh, and they're going to be another team that is in contention for the number one pick yet again. Uh, they are full rebuild mode, very much like a lot of these other teams that we've talked about. And, you know, it's going to be a rough year for them, um, for Sharks fans. And I just don't, it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be a fun year for them. Obviously, I'm never going to uh, say, you know, oh, this is a easy win for the Hurricanes. Uh, I'm not going to lock it, in, lock it in. Um, but, you know, because anything can happen on any given night. Uh, we've seen that many times over the years. Anything can happen. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, going to be a team that I think you, know, you see guys uh, take a take a rest. Uh, like, oh, yeah, my knee injury that I've had is still nagging me a little bit. Uh, yeah, not really. Uh, this is hockey. So, you know, it's maybe not uh, that, but this isn't these. The Sharks could easily be a trap team uh, for other teams uh, throughout the league you know, going in thinking it's an easy win. Uh, simply, you know, you look at the roster, especially as of right now, uh, as of August 30th, uh, not really the best. Again, moves can still be made. Uh, you know, for any team you know, in the Pacific, Central, Atlantic, or the Metro, like anything, moves can still be made. Like Hurricanes could still make a move. You know, the Sharks could still make a move. The Penguins, the Flames, the Predators, you know, the Lightning, the Senators, like any of these teams can still make moves. And we will see more moves be made across the league. Uh, so, you know, all of these predictions, take them with a grain of salt, folks, because things are still going to change. We haven't even got to training camp yet. We haven't got to preseason. We haven't got to regular season yet. So these teams could very well prove me wrong, prove you wrong, prove everyone else that's doing predictions wrong. Like, 
you know, you just never know. The sharks could, you know, be like, oh, yeah, you know, everyone's writing us off. You know, let's go have a phenomenal year uh, and make the playoffs. But do, again, do I see that happening? No, I don't. Uh, and it is what it is. Uh, but, you know, quick rundown. Uh, since this is the final part, we're going to do a quick recap of every division. Uh, Pacific Division, number one. Vegas, two, Seattle, three, LA, four, Edmonton, five, Calgary, six, Vancouver, seven, Anaheim, eight, San Jose. Now, going back to the central, number one, Colorado, number two, Dallas, number three, Minnesota, number four, Nashville, number five, St. Louis, number six, Winnipeg, number seven, Arizona, number eight, Chicago, Atlantic Division, number one, Florida, number two, Toronto, Number three, Tampa Bay. Number four, Ottawa. Number five, Boston. Number six, Buffalo. Number seven, Detroit. Number eight, Montreal. And then going back to the Metro Division. Number one, Carolina. Number two, Pittsburgh. Number three, New Jersey. Number four, New York Rangers. Number five, New York Islanders. Number six, Washington. Uh, number seven, Columbus. And number eight, Philly, I think uh, all in all, it's going to be a toss-up between Philly and San Jose for the worst team in the NHL this season. Uh, but you know, we still got a whole season to get through. If you're wanting more in-depth thoughts on all of these teams, uh, go listen to their respective uh, locked-on shows, folks. But for all your Carolina Hurricanes needs, Make sure you're tuning in here to Locked on Hurricanes, following the show along at LO underscore Hurricanes, following myself along at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in the next episode is going to be one that I've thought about for a while, and that is how to revamp Whalers Night. That's going to be fun, folks. So make sure you're tuning into that. And as always, let's go Canes.